Welcome to the Life Source Church Money Works Podcast. Welcome to the Life Source Church Podcast, our webcast if you're watching us online. This is Tuesday. Uh, good morning if you're on your way in, if you're on your way home. We hope you had a good day. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to talk about the sermon from Sunday, Money Works, part number four. Can you remind me of what the title was? Uh, uh, <laughs> see, money isn't just about money. That's right. Money is not just about money. You talked about tithing. It's Tuesday. It's been two days. I'm... <laughs> It's, it, you talked about tithing, the yes. principle there. We're not under the law. That's your quick recap. If you didn't watch, if you weren't here for our sermon, or if you haven't watched it yet, check us out um, on YouTube. You can do that through our website or look at the bar next to what you're watching currently. Yeah. Can I say a recap? I think, too, we, it was about tithing. We talked about it, but really it was about that your money is about more than money. It's about you and God. It's about your relationship with God and how God's going to work in your life through it. So um, sitting there... I had to come up with questions in, in the sense of we've been talking about these principal ideas in a different capacity every week, but one of them is everybody keeps talking about God's faithfulness. And we need to be clear on this. Does that mean that if you tithe, if you're giving and your heart is in the right place, that every month, because that's how we tend to operate on monthly bills, uh, or however it happens for you, maybe it's bi-monthly, whatever. But is that for us to assume that we should just wait, look at our clock, it's counting down, God should be coming in right now, swooping in, and we're going to be all set? Or does that mean there are times where we're going to go, in, in our human terms, um, I thought God was supposed to take care of us, and now I'm losing my house? Hmm. That's a really good question, and I, I think... Um, <clears throat> What we have to understand is that, and as a general rule, we, rule, we say God will take care of it. General rule, that means you're going to end up with the money to pay your bills and to live. But as we look at the Bible, God uses money. In fact, that's the point of the sermon, that, that your money is not just about money. It's about you and God. And it may very well be that God uses financial situations to get you to a different place in life. It could be to a different location could be to a different job, or it could be to a different place in your heart. And so uh, here's the confidence that we have, though. If we give the way God says, then he is going to be faithful to work in our lives. And so if, uh, I think most of the time, that's going to mean the money's going to be there if we're being faithful, right? But there are times when it might not be. It is possible that God would lead us to a place and allow us to be where we would lose a house. Now, that's extreme. I mean, I, but that could happen. But if it does, here's our confidence. God is at work in my life. I know that because I'm being faithful to him, and he promised to work in my life and meet my needs. And uh, meet, by the way, owning a house is probably not a need. Having a place to sleep where you're out of the, the snow is. So I think that's another aspect for us to look at. Right, and the, and the title of your sermon having to do with money is more, more than about just money. It, I think that's really the point. That's kind of where my question came from, is that God doesn't have to be faithful to us in our money. I mean, again, our country could choose to operate differently than with monetary currency. Now, that's a far-fetched idea, but the point is that's, that's man-made. As far as I know, unless you want to 
you know, enlighten me on, did God create the money back in the beginning? I mean, he... No, there's a value to things, and, you know, if whether, right. you're, whether you're trading for something or whether you have, you know, currency doesn't matter. The idea is it's what we have that's a value that we can use and that we can trust God with. Right, and so, yeah, that's, that was just where that question came from is money is more than about your money. It's not actually a money issue, and you've been hitting on this over and over. It's a heart issue. Um, for some, here's a, here's a great question that just popped into my head. You're hearing this now for the first time is, what about somebody who doesn't make any money? Is, are they not going to stay faithful in their tithing? Well, if you, if you get zero dollars, a tithe is zero because, man, you could give, in fact, you could give 90% of your money if you're getting none, right? I mean, zero is zero. Um, but I think the idea is this, that if we aren't getting any money, we still should probably have a heart's desire to want to be able to somehow or other invest in the kingdom of God. And the Macedonians, the Macedonian Christians, which we're going to look at next week, it says that they gave all they could possibly give, and then they wanted to give more. And so that desire to give more, I think if you had no money, you would want the desire to have something to give. Uh, so... I don't know if that answers the question or not. Well, it does, but it also brings us right back to that main point again. Then it's really more than about your money. And, and that was where that question came from, is that somebody who doesn't have an income, God still wants them to be faithful with Absolutely. their life. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that sounds like an obvious statement, but for the person in here, well, even let's say some teenagers who aren't working yet or kids growing up and they're thinking about this, the desire should be there to invest in the kingdom of God. And if that's monetary and you have money, then start, we're suggesting, with a mm -hmm. tithing principle. If mm -hmm. not, be looking to how else you can give. Maybe it's your time. Should we tithe our time? Well, I... <laughs> I don't think I want to get that technical with it. I think that the idea is that it was a Christian. In fact, I would say this is the point. A tithe is representative of the whole. That's one of the things we talked about, right? So the idea we should be using all of our money the way. Well, same with our lives, right? Uh, we ought to be living all of our lives for the Lord. What we're doing ought to be uh, because he wants us to do it. And, and really, that's what we said today, right? It isn't just about money, because when you learn to ask this question, God, what did you give me this money for? It isn't a far stretch to say, God, what did you give me this opportunity for? God, what did you provide this car for? What is this house for? You know, what are my relationships for? And that becomes a whole life thing, right? And you don't have to worry about tithing your life, because your whole life is what uh, God wants. There's something about the money thing, though, right? I mean, I think it'd be much easier to say, oh, okay, I'll give 10% of my time. It's another thing for people to say, I'll give the first 10% of my money. Well, maybe. Think Unless you're already <laughs> giving the 10% of the money. Think about how many hours are in a week. I know. And then go to 10 That's a lot. I know. So anyways, that's getting sidetracked here. But you, but you also, the principle can go the other way. I said somebody who doesn't have money. What about somebody who's pretty well off, they have a lot of money, but they aren't giving their life anywhere else to God, but they say, I know the tithing principle, and I know it's important, so I'm going to send in a check to the church every week or month. Are they, I mean, it, it, it's a reverse issue in some sense in that, well, they're being faithful there, but now they've missed out on the whole principle of giving the rest of their life surrendered to God. Mm -hmm. uh, and you flip it again and say somebody who's not giving, but they're living their life as, a, as somebody who's really giving to everybody and helping. And, you know, it, well, what it's I a life issue. What I notice, though, is that we as human beings are very, very good at trying to figure out a way to manipulate things to where 
we can live this in a way that's easy for us, right? Well, it's easy for me to do it this way, so I'll justify it. And I don't think that's what we want to do. I really think we want to step back from that. Now, let's talk about the person who has a lot of money and that they can just write a check and think that they fulfilled their obligation. That's not what the Bible's teaching at all. Uh, it's about, it represents the whole. Remember, it's whole life. In the very first week, when Paul challenged the rich, those people who had the money to give, he said, uh, be ready beyond that. Be ready to do good works. Be ready to open up your life and share with other people. So um, God's looking for our hearts, and when he has our hearts, he has the rest of us, right? And we'll just wrap up with this one thought. While I was a pastoral intern here, I'm going to say, I don't know, six years ago, maybe somewhere in that ballpark, um, there was somebody at the church who gave an addition to their tithe, and they designated it to the pastoral intern, Matt Graham. Um, and I remember that was such a blessing to me in those times. That was somebody going above and beyond. We've talked about the kingdom investments. Um, to me, that person probably had a good understanding of what God is desiring, and it wasn't a rule. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, we'll wrap up, leave this thought maybe out there. The same time is this, that some people prefer not to do the tithe idea, but they'd rather just give two things. Well, I gave a whole bunch of money, but they don't get the tithing. Is, is there anything to be said about that? Yeah, well, what I find, listen, like our church, right, it's very generous. We have special need come up, and we ask for money, man, people give it, right? Um, but I do think there's something to be said. I mean, the Apostle Paul says every week, right, as God has prospered you, every week as God has prospered you. So there's something to be said for on purpose giving this way and then doing the other stuff over and above that. So there's something about every, just like coming to worship every week, right? We need to do that. We need to give the same way. Well, we're glad that you decided to join us on this Tuesday. We hope that you were encouraged as we discussed the things from God's Word on the principles of giving, money, and how it's actually more than your money. We hope that you can join us tomorrow as Drew and uh, Pastor Walt probably ask some questions that some people had out here in the congregation. So we look forward to that tomorrow.